The podcast of Matrix is a system, listener. One that's based on experience, skill sets, and you. There are other hosts, but what I'm telling you is that when it's time to dodge the billing bullets for hosting your entire podcast library online, you won't need to. Plug into the real-world podcast hosting solution now at podcastermatrix.com. That's podcastermatrix.com. Welcome to Small Business Saturdays. Welcome to Small Business Saturdays. The Small Business Saturdays podcast. With your host and my husband. And my dad, Aaron Montgomery. Join the conversation. Let's talk some business. Good morning, good morning. Hello, everybody. How we doing? Chuck, thank you for joining me this morning. I appreciate having you having you on board. Todd, excellent. Good morning. Uh, good morning to everybody. Thank you for joining me here bright and early again, 7 a.m. Central Time. If you're over on the West Coast, you're, you're up and at them nice and early today. Thank you for joining me. Tuning in today, we're going to be talking today about the, you, you have a business now and you kind of wake up and go, what just happened? <laughs> I was doing this and now all of a sudden, I have a business. What do I do? What do I need to do? What uh, What did I miss? What did I forget? So that's what I want to talk about today. Um, I'm glad to have you guys here on board with me because I want this to be a discussion. I want you guys to be a part of that and and tell me what it is that that you had to do. What 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 were like the aha moments for you as you were starting your business, or or if you're just getting started, you know what questions do you have? What what things do you need help with? And and whatnot. So we're, we're going to dive into some some chunks here. Um, this is going to be kind of the condensed version and uh, kind of me working out some things too for a presentation I'll be giving at the Sublimation Summit and uh, with the same title from Hobby to Business, the nuts and bolts of setting up a real business. So, um, you know, again, looking forward to your feedback, looking forward to having you be a part of this. But before I get to that, um, I do want to Kind of, uh, I've I've sent emails out, uh, so most of you guys have seen it. I know uh, some of you have already signed up, um, but the registration for becoming a, a digital marketing superhero is up and it is uh, live there. And uh, yeah, you can find it. Where, where, where is it? Can I find it? There we go. <laughs> Yeah, Todd says, take care of the tax man before he takes care of you. I'll get to that in one second. That is a great point. But if uh, you'll head over to AaronMontgomery.info slash marketing, you can get signed up. Uh, we're limiting it to 50 seats. And um, if you are one of those 50, then obviously you'll get to be a part of it. I wanted to do 50 because I want there to be an opportunity for lots of interaction, questions and answers, Plus, I want to do some things before and after with with everybody. So I knew I could manage 50 people um, more than that. I, I think it'll get un, <laughs> just get beyond my capabilities right now. So um, 50 people is what I'm limiting it to. Uh, I think we've already got about. Uh, uh, oh, I didn't. Yeah, this morning. Oh, you know what? I can actually check right here. Yeah. So we've got eight people already signed up um, and, and I just announced this just some emails out last week. So um, this will fill up. Uh, I just announced it on two regular guys yesterday and that, that was a bump. So if you guys want to sign up, go to aaronmontgomery.info slash marketing. Um, in fact, if you use the code community, uh, you'll get half off. So it's normally a $50, $49.99 webinar. But uh, if you put in the code community, you will get 
uh, 50% off. That'll take $25 off the price. So it becomes $24.99. And um, the other thing is, since this is happening on Veterans Day, uh, Monday, November 11th, uh, I wanted to do something special for any active or uh, non-active military members, veterans, uh, either. So if you're currently uh, in the military or if you're a uh, veteran, then uh, you can just donate to Wounded Warriors Project. And I've got a little button down there for that, uh, just a PayPal button. And you can donate whatever you want, whatever whatever you feel is appropriate. Five bucks, 50 bucks, it doesn't matter. It uh, Everything that goes through that donate button right there will go to Wounded Warriors, and um, you know it. Uh, we appreciate your service and um, looking forward. I, I chose Veterans Day f- for a couple reasons. Obviously, that's a very special day, but also um, a lot of people s- told me in the survey that I sent out earlier on. Uh, I think it was even last year that you were looking for something on a Monday. That was the actual day that everybody picked. And so that Monday being Veterans Day, I figure some people may be off work if you have a day job. So um, anyhow, all right, I'm not going to waste too much of my more of your guys' time with this. Let's get into from hobby to business, the nuts and bolts of setting up a real business. And again, I want your guys' feedback, interaction and and everything else is as much as what I'm saying here. So um, this is going to be a great discussion. Even my wife is checking in this morning, got her up out of bed early. We're heading to volleyball after this. So uh, good morning, sweetie. Thank you for joining me. Um, All right. So first thing, like I said, we kind of have this opportunity to become a business and a lot of times we go, come from where we're an employee, you know, we're, we're the usual eight to five, you know, things are kind of a whole different world. And then we, you know, start pursuing our hobby. Maybe we've decided to do some fun things. Some friends and family said, oh man, you're great. You should do a business and things change. And all of a sudden you wake up and go, oh crap, I have a business. What am I going to do here? What, what do I need to do? What What are all the little parts and pieces along the way? Todd made a, a good point, and this is an area we're going to get to here in just a second. Um, take care of the tax man before he takes care of you. Um, excellent tip, and, and we want to be doing that. Um, the other thing to uh, to think about here is, oh, lovely. <laughs> typo. I love typo right there. I was scrolling something and I had a comma instead of a period. <laughs> uh, the fun of live video. Got to love it. All right. So there's my website at the bottom, scrolling at the bottom, uh, AaronMontgomery.info. All right. So we're here. What do we, what do we do next? So I think a lot of times we want to dive in and we want to do the things we want to do the, like the, you know, okay, I need to get a website. I need to do that, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I want, I want, Got my list over here on the wall. Check, 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 check. And I want to check those things off. And while that is extremely, extremely important, I 100% believe that the most important thing to do to get your business started is to really find your why and to really kind of get that started, to get that to be something that's very clear to you. Because again, a lot of times this has just happened. Somebody said, oh, you know, I want to do this. Or friends and family said, oh, you're great at making shirts. And, uh, you know, it just kind of falls into your lap. But, and that's great. That's a great place to start. And that's a perfect story to start with. But if you don't clearly define that, you're not going to have that 
I don't know. I, I'm still trying to kind of define that word. If you guys have a, a better way to say this, but when we go to that day where things just hit the fan, everything goes to heck and, you know, bills are screaming. Everything's happening around you. You feel like you're failing. You're having all of these problems in your business when that day happens, because guess what? That day is going to happen. And I don't care how good you are. I don't, every single successful business out there from Amazon to Facebook. I mean, go watch the Facebook movie. How many of those days were like, do you think Mark Zuckerberg was going to wanted to just go, you know what? This is really stupid. I'm a brilliant guy. I can go do something else. But he had he had a belief. He he had his why. He he had a, a reason that he wanted to do that. Now, not saying Zuckerberg's the guy to, to follow necessarily, but he's making a pretty good chunk of change. So there you go, Todd. Perfect. Thank you. Your chaos moment. That that's the one. When that moment hits, if you don't have a why deep down in your heart that will carry you from point A to point B, you're gonna just pack it up and and walk away. And guess what? That moment where you pack it up and walk away, that moment is probably just right before the moment where you have success. Okay. So that moment where you're like, this sucks, I'm done. If you can get beyond that, guess what's beyond that? Success. All right. Um, coming back from my uh, one day to greatness, uh, th I think I've shared this many times, but um, what was it? Success is right outside your comfort zone. Okay. So with that, with success being right outside your comfort zone, the only way to get to that and get out of your comfort zone is to have that, that why that drives you through those times. So I, I'm not going to spend a ton of time because I know I've talked about finding your why and all this other stuff a bit already. And you can go back to some of my older videos and we can dig deeper into that, but start with the stories. Okay. Start, you, you want to tell that story about why you started this business? What what is it that you, drives you? What what are those moments of of sheer joy when you're at your best? But the best way to do this though is to start writing down the stories to to take those specific stories, not oh I love doing this and and that's great and that, and that's fine. But tell a specific story where I was working with so and so. I was working with Todd and we did this together. And this is the success and this is what it did for somebody else. And this is how it made me feel. Write all those things down in, in the stories, in story form. And then you can step back from that and find a theme. So um, a great book that really details this in a very scientific way. If you haven't read the book, Start With Why by Simon Sinek, uh, I highly recommend doing that. It doesn't matter what size your business is. And I know a lot of those books seem like they're geared towards bigger businesses and stuff like that. And even this Finding Your Why book, which I'm going to recommend. And where it, did I put that? Oh, there it is. So um, this is just an Amazon link there. But uh, amzn.to slash 33v4, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. <laughs> so I'm going to actually post this in the comments there so you can actually click on it. But go check this book out. And again, I know a lot of it's going to talk about what what feels like bigger businesses and things like that. But take these theories and themes and find your why. And, and even go through so that a big part of that book is talking about finding your tribe's why or the team's why when you're getting into some bigger businesses. But those things still relate to what you're doing as a small business, even if it's just you by yourself. So um, 
Definitely. So Todd says, you're going to question your why at times too. What you do at the moment is up to you, fail or succeed. Yep, absolutely. And again, this is why being involved in things like this, being involved with things like Todd's group, his wholesale group, half of that group there is, is a therapy session for each other. So have a mastermind, have a group of people that you can go to and talk to. Todd does a fantastic job facilitating that kind of thing. But if you have a clear why, then you'll be able to get through that, you know, and, and, but a lot of that is kind of that, that coaching and helping each other along. So a number one thing to do as a coming from a hobby to a business is find that why just clearly define that before you do anything else. Because once you clearly define that, that'll help fill in all the rest of the blanks. You know, your business name might be something completely different once you really truly understand your why. All right. So the next step is to kind of get your branding in order. Now I'm going to kind of skip over this part for right now because um, a don't have as much time as I, I would want to today. And um, B I uh, think that uh, Jay Bissell is really great at this. He's, he's kind of a branding guru. The guy that I go to when uh, when I've got a branding question and, um, he, hi, I'm Kyleen and you're listening to an episode of the small business Saturdays podcast. Do you want to subscribe to the small business Saturdays podcast? Head over to small There are tons of ways to subscribe, click on your favorite and grab all the information about growing your small business came on the two regular guys show with us not too long ago. And, uh, and I just posted the the link in the comments there, but I would suggest going and checking out this video. You can type it all in there from what you see on the screen, but go back and watch that video. Um, branding is marketing. And I think that's the next step. And, and I would do these things in order. Okay. So define your why, get your branding all clear, is number two. Now I'm not going to go too deep into the branding part because I think Jay does a really good job on this video. So find some time and go, go watch that and uh, get to that. So let me get to some of the comments here. Um, hey, Todd, so I was talking about masterminds and what Todd's group's doing and all that other stuff. Uh, it says together, we will do great things. Surround yourself with people who are like-minded. Absolutely. And, and that's a, that's a really good point, Todd, that I, I don't want to uh, gloss over either. Surround yourself with people who are like-minded. Because guess what? You've probably got friends. You've probably got family who, you know, are scared to death of having their own business. And so they're going to tell you things like, oh, I don't know if you should do that. And, ooh, don't you yeah. have, you know, maybe they're, they're having a rough time in their life and they're projecting their negativity on you. Well, you know what? Nothing wrong with them. Nothing, no reason to not be friends with them or whatever. But make sure that you surround yourself with people that are like-minded, that are positive, that are going to be able to give you that. Todd, every day, every morning on his group, I think, uh, posts a, you know, it's a paragraph or two. It's 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 really well thought out. It's great information and it's inspiring in information. So surround yourself with people like Todd. Um, Sandy here says, even though my business is pretty small, I wouldn't be here without everyone around here that I've connected to. So. So Sandy's surrounding herself with like-minded people because guess what, Sandy, you are inspiring to the rest of us as well. So even though you feel like you're maybe getting stuff from other people, everybody else is getting stuff from you as well. So you, everybody's a part of this. So even if you feel like you're coming into these, these groups and, and kind of taking a little bit, 
your stories, you sharing, you being open and honest with your bumps and bruises, all of that stuff is really important as, as part of a, a network and a group, you know? So, so be part of that. Um, Todd says your network is your fallback. They've all been there before and will be there to walk you through your issues. Um, uh, another great thing. So <laughs> again, Todd, I, I keep kind of expanding on what you're saying. It, we should just do this together from now on. I think, you know, let's just, you be on the video. We'll just go back and forth, but <laughs> no. Um, so your network is your fallback. You know, what I love about this, the other thing that you should do is try to surround yourself with people that are more successful than you. Um, because they've, like Todd says, they've been there and they've done that. And so like, if you're trying to get a group of people together to kind of talk business and stuff like that, find people that are, um, are maybe that next level up above you because then they're going to pull you up to that level. You're going to push them to do more and, and it's all going to work out great. So, um, good stuff there. What am I missing? Um, there we go. Todd says monthly, we can make that work. All right, Todd, we're throwing it out there. I, I think we, I think we should, uh, should look into that. So, and, and dig into that deeper. I know, uh, you've got a bunch of things in the works. I've got a bunch of things in the works. And I think uh, being able to uh, connect, quote unquote, connect monthly, we'll, we'll be able to do some things together. I would love it. Um, <laughs> see, Todd, this is why you and I are so alike. Um, he says, I would rather fail trying than wonder what if. That's 100% me. I, I And again, this is where I find myself with too many things going on is because I actually worry more about the missed opportunities than failing at, at things. And sometimes I get too many things going and therefore I probably fail a little bit more than I should. So finding that balance. But, but again, the thing I love about what Todd just said here is that fail trying, failing is not a bad thing. I actually embrace failing. I, I want to fail because guess what? The more I fail, the more I learn and the better I get. So all right, let, let me keep going here because I want to I want to get through some of this other because I want to get to a few nuts and bolts things here too. But I think a lot of times we forget when we're setting up a business, when we're talking, when people start talking about kind of setting up a business, that there are these other things, these other bigger picture things that we've got to think about that maybe we don't because we're too focused on thinking about, do I need an LLC? You know, what do I do for taxes? Uh, all of these things. And while those things are important, if you get this stuff, the why and your network and that support system together first, then you're going to be a lot better off. And then you get that branding and you, your story and everything right. So, um, you know, all that stuff is is really great. So, all right. So let me, let me step back. Why clearly define what you are to get your branding straight, get it, get your story straight, get, get your information, your look, your feel, get that make that an understandable thing for you and everybody around you. Um, do that through that, that video I posted. Uh, Jay's a great place to start there. Um, the next thing that you're going to do, number three, is now we want to go ahead and pick out our company name. Now, here's, here's what I've seen people do is they go, okay, here's my company name. And they kind of go and do everything and, and then find out, oh, crap, somebody else has got that. Oh, crap that doesn't really work. Uh, you know, whatever the case may be, they don't think through it. They don't, they don't do any kind of research before just settling on, on what they're doing. So you want to go out and you want to pick a company name 
and do that by going to your state's uh there's and I'll, I'll post some things later, but each state's got a place where you can kind of go and search for what business names are taken out there and things like that. So start there, a, but don't stop there. Okay, a lot of people just stop there. The next thing you want to do is you want to go out and make sure that you can find a website n- URL that you like around that name. It doesn't have to be the exact same name. Maybe it can be something else. But I've I've seen too many people run into the problem of they've set everything up, they've made logos, they've got business cards and everything like that, and then they go to find the the website, and all of the websites that seem right to them are taken, and now they're trying to find something that's close to it or around it, and and they lose that you know lost that loving feeling, <laughs> so to speak. So find out find that. And then you can start getting into things like make sure that you set up an email with your URL, you know, get rid of the Gmails. I know there's been lots of discussion and, and back and forth. And some people are like, oh, you know, um, I'm, I'm okay with Gmail and doesn't seem to bother me and all this other stuff. And, and that's totally fine if that's what your brand's going to be. But guess what? There's probably a lot of people that would rather email uh, Aaron at Montco Consulting, then Montco13 at gmail.com. So get those things right. You know, I, I actually way back in uh, June of 2017 did a, a video. This was one of my first small business Saturdays this is back at the early time. So it was short and probably a little bit terrible, but uh, still the, the um, content was good. So it's basically what does your email say about you? And so this is, that's my stand. That's what I, and I just posted it in the comments here. So that's what I really truly believe about what your email says about you. So, so pick that stuff out. Todd says, um, don't pigeonhole yourself with your name either. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Think through what's your company going to be five, 10, 20 years down the road. Um, you know, so if you're, you're calling it, you know, X, Y, Z, you know, uh, Aaron's screen printing. And that's not, you're not always going to be a screen printer. You know, if you've called yourself an embroidery shop and you're going to do more things, just think about that. You know, a, a brand change is not the end of the world, but it's certainly not easy and it's certainly not cheap. So if you can kind of get ahead of that, you know, and, and, and yes, there will be a time down the road where you've got to just update and refresh and, and clean and things like that. But the further down the road, you can look into those things when you're picking, you know, websites, URLs and stuff like that. So so get get that stuff and do that stuff right as early as you can. OK, if you're already into your business and you need to change some of that stuff again, not the end of the world, not a big deal. It might, might cost you a little bit of money. It's going to take you a little bit of time. But the sooner you can do that, the better. OK, so. Um, oh, Todd says, perfect. Add it on our list of projects. There you go. I'm, I'm putting it up. I, I won't write right now because that's not great for this, but I will put that on, on my list, Todd, as soon as we get done here. Um, monthly, Todd and Aaron as, as a Small Business Saturday. Done. Check. All right. Let me get a quick drink here and we'll we'll get back and wrap this up. Sorry, this early morning stuff. Again, I'm still trying to become an early morning person, so everything's still kind of uh, getting in out of my system. All right. So why branding company url emails all that stuff the next part here now here here's here's the deal 
first and foremost, let me just preface all of this by saying I am not an accountant. I am not an attorney. So anything I say right here, please, please, please go check with your accountant, your attorney. If you don't have an accountant or an attorney, get an accountant or an attorney. If you are going to be a business, you need those two people. You don't need to go, uh, you know, give them a big retainer or anything like that. Just go find somebody that you're comfortable with. They will do a free consultation with you. And if they don't, you don't want to work with them anyways. Go find some people that you're comfortable with. So when you do have that big question, when you do have that big problem, you've got somebody that you can go to that you feel comfortable with that, you know, you're going to be go, you know, find out what their fees are, get, get all that stuff kind of figured out. So find an accountant and an attorney. Okay. And I don't care if you don't think that you need those. Um, and, and hopefully you don't, hopefully you don't really need either of those folks, especially an attorney. Um, but things will happen. And if you're ready for it, then you're going to be in a lot better spot. In fact, what what I if you're looking for an accountant, what, I've had a gentleman on Small Business Saturdays that started a, a group called Anchor Bookkeeping. In fact, I'm going to pop that up on the on the screen here real quick. Um, go check them out. That that's a great place to to be. So um, first of anybody that's watching right now, if if you're you're listening in right now and you're an accountant, go ahead and let me know that you're an accountant. Okay, but but if you're not. Find one of those people. So here, here's another thing that a lot of businesses, myself included, uh, that we do and that is a mistake that we need to stop doing is we try to do everything ourselves. As we're getting started, yes, I know we don't have a lot of money to be spending on, on doing other things, but find other people to help you. So if unless you're super passionate about being a bookkeeper and doing accounting, the sooner you can get that off of your plate, the better your business is going to be. So using a service like Anchor Bookkeeping, because then you can connect in that that's by accountants. So you can connect into their accountants there and, and be able to do that kind of stuff and, and have them help you. All right. So I know I got way off track there, but I think I want to be really clear about the fact that if it's not something you're passionate about, find somebody else to do it. Because guess what? There is somebody else out there that's passionate about it. When when Emil and I were, were talking on our our um small business Saturday session that we did together, he is absolutely passionate about accounting and, and the nuts and bolts and the, that kind of stuff. And, and really is, is an amazing mind when it comes to that. I hate that kind of stuff. So why would I drag myself through that when I could just let somebody like Emil do that for me? So find an accountant, find an attorney. Now, with that being said, you probably want to set up an LLC. Okay. And, and again, Talk to somebody about this first because your situation might be different, but a lot of people probably are going to be better off in the long run if they go ahead and set up an LLC, which LLC stands for Limited Liability Corporation, and um, you don't have to set up one for each and all this other stuff, but again, talk to your accountant to be sure, but you can probably just set up one and then have DBAs underneath that, and DBA is doing business as. So, so that's going to be one thing that you want to do. Set up an LLC. It's not that difficult. You can kind of do it yourself. There are some services out there that are not terribly expensive that will actually help you through that as well. Um, but a lot of times being able to just go through that yourself, I'll post some links later on uh, um, to some, some references to that, to where it kind of lays out each state. You know, again, somebody that's passionate about that has put together that kind of information for you. So set up an LLC then make sure you get a, a tax ID number. Um, you know, I, I, 
this is a, a funny, no, not funny. This is something that I was always interested in. So there is a, a company, a distribution company in the sublimation world. Um, in fact, I'll, I'll name names because it's not saying anything bad about them. But the, the company is called JDS, and they are a giant in, in the sublimation and, and awards and trophy world. Um, they have warehouses everywhere. They t- stock a ton of stuff. So a lot of people that I've talked to don't do business with them because they require you to have a, a business and, you know, a tax ID number and all that other stuff. And, and, and I'm like, okay, so you don't do business with them because you don't have that. Well, just go get that. It's not that big of a deal. Um, and in fact, it's what you should do if you, if you truly do have a business and then you can work with, with them, you know, I, I'm not saying they're the best for everything. Um, but they certainly have pretty good pricing and they have lots of stuff in lots of different places. So why not be able to work with everybody? You're a business. So act like one. <laughs> All right. So that's the next thing. So set up that tax ID and, and get that stuff going. Um, and then back to what Todd said very early on, take care of the tax man. So here is the number one problem I've seen small businesses have when they come because a lot of us, we come from where we're an employee where, you know, we get a W2 taxes are automatically withheld, all that other stuff. And then all of a sudden we become a business and our tax bill comes in that next year. And now we're so massively in debt because we've got to pay the IRS because guess what your business, if you're not withholding and doing estimated taxes, you're going to have to pay at the end of the year. And, uh, Sandy said tax ID is easy to get was one of the first things I did. See, there you go. Sandy, perfect. You're in, um, you know, go out and do that. It's easy. And then you've got what you need. So now you can go have anybody as your vendor. Who's got the best prices? Who's going to give you the best services? All that other stuff. You're not just stuck dealing with companies that, that are, are willing to work with whoever you can go in there. And, and plus it just, I don't know, to me, it's like now you've got a business. All right. You've got a real live business and something to work towards. So good stuff there. All right. So back real quick to what I was saying with the estimated taxes. So make sure you understand about estimated taxes because here's, here's the trick, the trick to, okay. So I'm going to back up just a hair. My, my dad was an accountant, a CPA uh, for, for a long, long time. And so I was fortunate enough to get to learn a lot of stuff from him. And he always told me that as he was doing taxes, see a lot of people are always like, Oh, I'm April 15th or whatever, you know, January to April 15th, I'm getting a whole bunch of money back. And and so that's, that's great. Actually, that's not good because all that money you're getting back, that's your money that you're getting back that you could have had and be earning interest on it yourself. But instead the government had it and they were earning interest on it. Um, so at the April 15th, the best tax return to file is one where you pay zero and you get zero back because that means that you had the right amount withheld. So you are keeping your money throughout that time. And that means that you're not having to come up with a big chunk of change come April 15th. All right. So planning ahead, paying estimated taxes quarterly, um, you pay them along the way. In fact, September 15th is coming up. So if you're a small business and you haven't been doing estimated taxes, do that now, because when you pay those estimated taxes, you pay less tax at the end of the year, because if you don't pay those estimated taxes, there's going to be a penalty, uh, an interest that you pay to the government 
when you didn't pay the estimated taxes. So again, talk to your accountant about all this stuff and, and get your situation exactly right. But don't forget about the estimated taxes. All right. Um, uh, Chuck says me too. I had, I've had it to deal with Sanmar and places like that. So um, yeah, get, again, all this stuff sounds a little scary and can kind of feel a little bit scary. Totally easy. Lots of resources out there. Reach out to me. I, I in fact, you know what? I'm going to put it up right now. Let's do this. Uh, okay, find it real quick. Here you go. There's my email address right there. You have questions about any of this stuff anytime, shoot me an email, okay? If I can shoot you information back quickly, I'll do that. If, if we need to kind of point you in the direction of somebody else, I'll do that. I, that's what I love doing. I love sharing. I love being able to see people succeed and get over these things that feel like they're difficult, but they're not. You know, you guys are doing amazing things, so keep doing it, all right? So that that's that's kind of the nuts and bolts, okay? So we, number one was why figure out our branding, kind of get our look, feel, uh, story together. Um, pick your company, name, URL, email, all that stuff. Get that stuff right. Don't pigeonhole yourself, as Todd said. Then get into the nuts and bolts. Do I need an LLC? Get my tax ID. Find an accountant. Um, make sure you're paying your estimated taxes, all that other stuff. And then the next thing that I wanted to cover is, and we talked about this in the why, and we talked about this at the, the beginning part, but the next thing that I want to cover is kind of that mindset piece, okay? So we've talked around this mindset piece a little bit so far. Let me check the comments here real quick. Um, so Mara says, I pay monthly taxes, okay? Um, so you, you, again, everybody's situation is going to be a little bit different there. Uh, you know, so quarterly estimated taxes are, are, are what's uh, a lot of times required if 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 you're a, a small business and, and, you know, you've got that income that's not part of a, a W-2 um, situation uh, where you're, you're having to, you know, where you've got an employer that's paying monthly employee taxes and stuff like that. If you're just a small business yourself and you're going to be filing either an a LLC kind of partnership type thing or uh, just a 1040, if you, and this is all in the U.S., so a 1040 would be the the individual tax return where you're doing a Schedule C um, for your business. You know, pay those estimated taxes. So, all right. So the the, the last piece here that I want to cover is the mindset piece. Again, we talked about having like-minded people around that support system, that positivity, the fact that success is probably about this far past that chaos point past that failure point. Um, you know, so, so go out and find those stories about people that, you know, found success right past their most devastating moment, because that's where most of it lands and you need to have that mindset. So here's, here's to me three, you know, and, and here's, I've talked a lot about this. Jack Canfield, the success principles. Here's my train the trainer stuff down here. Um, all this stuff. So I, I'm a huge believer in this and I, and I know that you guys can be successful through using some of these principles as well. Um, so, but I, of his 67 success principles in the book here, um, I picked out three and I, I wrote an article about this. That's going to be coming out in uh, A&E magazine soon, but I wanted to kind of share a little bit of that with you. Um, so I picked three of those that I think are crucial for small business success. And uh, number one is believe. And here's the quote that uh, went along with that. I'm posting it in the comments right now. And uh, I'll get that up as soon as that shows up there. <laughs> uh, 
believe. Well, I'll, I'll just say it because it didn't show up. Yeah, there it is. Okay. If you can dream it, you can do it from Walt Disney. So yeah, there's a guy that uh, was a little bit successful with what he did, huh? And uh, yeah, if you can dream it, you can do it. So entrepreneurs, small business owners, we're a different breed. You know, we, we're facing the the facts, the cold, hard truth right now in the world is that 85% of small businesses start up and fail. It just, it's the facts. Now, my goal, Todd's goal, your guys's goal, everybody's goal here is to change that number. But until we can change that number, that's, that's tough. But you know what? You guys are part of the 15% because you're working on your business on a Saturday morning at 7.38 a.m. All right. So believe in yourself. Believe in the fact that you can do it. Believe in your why. Believe in what you're doing every day. Talk to people like Todd. Read his stuff every day that he posts out there. You guys can do this. We can do this. We're going to do this together. We're going to surround ourselves with like-minded people. We're going to do all those things. So that's number one. Number two, be willing to pay the price. And I'm going to, again, post a little quote in here, but I'll start reading it because it takes a little bit to get up there. Um, so here, here's, the, here's the quote. If people knew how hard I worked to gain my mastery, it would not seem wonderful at all. That's from a, a guy named Michelangelo. You may have heard of him, Sistine Chapel. Yeah. Um, so he knows a little something about success. And, um, you know, I think... What most of us see when we see other people out there, there, I'll post that, that quote up there. What most of us see when we see other people out there, you know, we, we look at Facebook and we go, oh man, that's an overnight success. No, there was a ton of crap that went in to the before to where it is today. We see companies, what we don't see, what's not being shared out to the world for the most part is all of those times where things were terrible, uh, things were not going well, we were making mistakes. None of those things are things that we see from the outside looking in, but we have to be willing to pay the price. We have to be willing to put in the work. We have to be willing to get over ourselves. We have to be willing to change our mindset. We have to be willing to stop saying things like, um, well, my customers aren't willing to pay that. What? Stop. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to go off on a little rant real quick here. I, I've heard this way more times than, I, than I'd like. Please stop saying my customers are not willing to pay that price because here's the deal. That's not true. Um, they aren't willing to buy that product from you in the way that you're presenting it, okay? So you've chose who your customers are because that's who you're going out and talking to. Now, if... So, sorry, I, I just get so fired up about this that I lose my, lose, lose my mind about it a little bit because this really drives me nuts. Yeah, so your customers are willing to pay that price. You're just not finding the right customers or you're not providing the right product or service, okay? So, um, you know, why would somebody spend, uh, I'm trying to think of something specific, but why would somebody spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars on a purse you know, let's say I'm going to use a coach person and, I, and I, I'm certainly not an expert on purses. So if I'm way off base, you know, let me know here. But if you're going to pay, people will pay $400, $500, $600 for a coach purse where they could get a very similar look, feel, off-brand purse for fractions of the money. <laughs> so if they can do that, so somebody is willing to pay that price, 
you're just not finding them. So change that whole belief system in, in that my customers aren't willing to pay that change that belief system to I'm not finding the right customers. Uh, my story's not giving them the right value message because guess what? Somebody is out there willing to pay that price. If you can get the value to, to be right now, that doesn't mean that you've got to go do stuff and, and charge a ton, ton of money for everything that you do. Maybe there is a value place right in the middle, but when somebody's saying to me, so like, they come to me and they say, well, my, my customer won't pay $20 for a t-shirt. Well, maybe they won't pay $20 for your t-shirt the way your services are provided. But if you change that, they probably will, but maybe you're better at providing a t-shirt that's $10, but you got to figure out how to make a profit of that. Not, not the other way around. So anyhow, um, I will jump off my, uh, <laughs> my stool here and my, my pulpit and, uh, Good morning, Mike. Thank you for, for joining me. So, um, yeah, Sandy says we never see what people have gone through to get to their success. Absolutely. So that's Sandy just sums it up perfectly. What I was trying to say for the last five minutes. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, you guys are awesome. I appreciate you uh, jumping in, joining me, keeping me on track. So, um, <laughs> Todd says my area can't afford that has two local BMW dealers. Yeah, absolutely. There you go. Thank you guys. Yes. Perfect. This is what I need. You guys are awesome. You get keeping me on track and, and, and summarizing what I'm trying to say. I love that because uh, I will not. Okay. So that's two. Number three here is, uh, sorry, keeping, keep score for success. All right. And again, this is coming out in any magazine, I think in, in October. Um, so I haven't been able to post it on my website yet because I wrote it for them. Um, keep score for success. So here's the quote. Um, and okay, cool. I can put it up there. 3% of people have measurable written goals for their life. Also 3% of the population owns 90% of the resources in the world. So do we, and that's from Jack Canfield, the, the book here that's right behind me. Um, so I, I guess the question becomes, are those things correlated? Uh, and, and I would say absolutely a hundred percent. Yes. So, um, as humans, it's our it's our nature to reach and and expand and grow. Okay, we want more. You know, back in the caveman days, we wanted more because we needed to feed ourselves to live. Now that we have an abundance of food, we have an abundance of a lot of things in in our world. We want more, and we want more for everybody. Okay, that that's human nature. Okay, that that's and I don't care what type of a person you are. I don't care even people that look, you look out there and and they're they're greedy you feel like they're greedy. I apologize. Say that the right way. They want more for others too. They just don't feel like they're getting their fair share of it yet. So we all want more, but the only way we can know that there's more out there is we have to be able to measure that. We have to be able to understand when we're doing more. So um, I, I want to read it, something here that, that I put in there. Um, so the the wanting of more is how we became the dominant species on the planet. So it's it's actually our strife for superiority and and it was that that you know we wanted to live. We we had to fight to survive. We don't have to fight to survive anymore, but that instinct is still in us. So that scorekeeper becomes that ability to strive for more. So if I'm 
if I've got a goal to make a hundred thousand dollars, keep score of that, go and make sure that on a regular basis, you're looking at your, your books, your, your, your sales log, whatever it is, what, however it is that you're keeping score, look at that on a regular basis, because guess what? If your goal is to make a hundred thousand dollars and you've only made a thousand dollars and you're three months into that year long goal, um, you've got some work to do. If you've made $90,000 right away, now you can go, wow, I need to set my goal bigger. Let's grow it. But have a way to measure and go back and check and look at those things on a regular basis. It's not a way to tell yourself that you're failing. This is just a way to measure, to know that you're doing the right things to, to get there. Okay. So those are the three principles I think that small businesses must have, must change and must get to, to become successful uh, for sure. So believe, be willing to pay the price, put in the work, pay a little bit extra for the right heat press, you know, don't go get the crap because it's cheap, um, because it's going to be just that. It's going to be crap that it's going to you're going to fight trying to get that thing to work. Then if you would have just spent a little bit of extra money and got the good tool right off the bat, you know, put go put it on a credit card, get some financing, do all those things, Wh whatever you need to do, work for it, you know, be willing to pay the price and then finally keep score for success. Again, the, the key there is it's not keep score period. It's keep score for success. So you're only focused on the success side of it. If you're not getting there, that's not the time to, to beat yourself on the, over the head and say, you're terrible at this. You suck. Um, you know, don't, don't worry about that. Keep score for success only. Okay. All right. So there we go. What, what, what did I miss? What did, uh, what do you guys do? What, what questions do you have? What, any of those things. All right. So go ahead and start posting those if, if you've got them there. Uh, and then while you're doing that, I will uh, kind of recap this entire thing a little bit for us. Uh, so the first thing we want to do is we want to get a clear definition of our why, get that support system built up. So we've got legs to stand on. What, what's our why? How are we going to get from point A to point B? Um, tell the stories, find those stories that resonate with you, really dig down into what comes from the heart. You know, what so here's, here's the deal. Success comes from our limbic brain, which is our animal brain. And that limbic brain doesn't have the ability to process language. So it's really super hard to tell that story, to come up with the whys, to tell the, the words, because that part of our brain doesn't actually function that way. So we have to find stories from the out side of it that actually get into with that feeling of why. Okay. So that, that's a little bit kind of flowy, but that's important. Get that, get that foundation support system, all that. Number two, get your branding set up, get, understand what that is. Branding is not about what the color is and what my business card is going to look like. Branding is what's the story you're going to tell people in the outside world. How are they going to find the things that they, they need to connect with you? Okay. Number two, pick your company name, URL, and email. That's all going to be a lot easier because you have your why. You can kind of see the bigger picture. Your branding's online. Next, the actual nuts and bolts. Get an LLC, your tax ID, find an accountant, find an attorney. Make sure you're paying your estimated taxes, doing those, those things. And again, surround yourself with people that are going to help you with that. And then number three, get your mindset. Change your mindset as a small business owner. <laughs> You're no longer working for somebody else. 
I'm trying to remember who's, who told me this and I will give them credit if I can come up with it. But, but for now I'm going to steal it because here's what somebody told me a lot of, that they see small businesses sometimes are just buying themselves a job. Okay. That is not going to lead to success. Small business owners that are successful have a why, have a reason. They're not just buying themselves a job. Okay. So put your, put your business first. The job is what you're going to live. You're not just buying yourself a job. Okay. All right. So get your mindset right. And there we go. All right. What did I miss? What, uh, what are the things here? Um, <laughs> there we go, Todd. I, I clearly missed something, and, and this is important. Uh, after you have all that, post, 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 and post some more. Um, absolutely, it, get it out there. Get in front of people. Just you know, it's a numbers game. You gotta you gotta talk to a lot of people. You gotta post. You gotta get in front of people. You gotta ask. One of one of uh, Jack Canfield's uh, success principles is ask, 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 uh, and then. W- when somebody says no, say next. Okay. No, next. No, next. Ask them again. Think, think about any of you that have kids. Um, if you, if you have kids or if, even if your kids are grown, as your kids are happening, if your kid wants something, what do they do? Do, do they come to you and say, Hey dad, I want, I want that. I want that toy. I want that new Beyblade. And you go, no, sorry, we can't get it. Do most of your kids just go, okay, and walk away? No, they throw a fit. They say, they keep asking you. They tell, they come up with reasons why they try to earn it somehow. They, you know, they keep coming back. They will ask you until you give up. They don't stop. We, we learn that as adults to give up, but kids, our nature as humans, we don't give up. It's not until we've pounded our kids so much and told them that they, they can't do it or they have to stop or they're, they're driving you nuts or, you know, that, that boiling point happens. And after that boiling point happens with our kids enough, they become what we are as adults where we just go, okay, sorry, thanks. I'm, I'm walking away. I'm giving up. <laughs> Don't give up. Keep asking. And, and the same thing with posting, keep posting, post, 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 post. Okay. All right. What else? What else did I miss guys? Anything? All right. We've gone. Gone 50 minutes. My 30-minute Small Business Saturdays have turned into 50 minutes. Sorry. Thank you guys for your time today. Thank you guys so much. Again, a couple things as a reminder here. Oh, another thing I want to remind you. Smallbusinesssaturdayspodcast.com. Make sure you're getting there. Um, You can download all of these things. My friend Mike, who's in the comments here right now, has got a great service over there, the Podcast Matrix. So if you want to start your own podcast, Mike's the guy to talk to. You can reach out to me. I can give you some stuff, but Mike will host all that stuff for you. He's got a great service, um, knows more about podcasting than I'll ever know, and um, can edit all your stuff, takes everything off your plate. But anyhow, saturdayspodcast.com. If you go over there, you can subscribe and listen to these things in your car, listen to these things uh, at your convenience instead of having to be here in front of Facebook. Um, so all these episodes are getting posted over there at smallbusinesssaturdayspodcast.com. Remember, put Saturdays with an S um, because these are Small Business Saturdays, not just one Saturday. So there's number one. Number two, here's my email address. Uh, make sure that uh, if you have any questions, you have any needs or need anything at all, feel free to email me anytime. And uh, last but not least, I would love to have you, and I can get to the right place here. 
I would love. To, oh, I didn't. <laughs> Still trying to get to the right place. <laughs> there it is. All right, let's put that one up instead. Aaron at AaronMontgomery.info slash marketing. I would love to have you guys be part of my webinar coming up in November, Becoming a Digital Marketing Superhero. And uh, let's see here. Yeah, there we go. Sounds like I need to reach out to Mike. Absolutely, Todd. Uh, I will make that connection and I will help you any way uh, that I can. But uh, Mike is a great resource there. Um, Chuck, help, help me out with this one. Can you put it put in calm? Uh, I'm not sure I'm following that one. So help, help me understand. I'd love to answer that question for you or or just make sure I got your comment right there. Can you put in calm? So Chuck, help me with that one before we get out of here. Oh, you know what? I do have one last thing. Um, hope you guys are getting all of like the industry magazines and stuff like that. And I'm going to take Chuck's message down there real quick, but um, screen printing magazine right here. Um, cover photos from friends of mine over at equipment zone. Uh, they're, they're DTG printing those shoes. Pretty darn cool. Um, but I just wanted to give a shout out to screen print. Let's see if I can get that a little bit better. Screen printing magazine. Um, this is the, what are the August, September issue. And um, I've got a feature article in here about digital decorating. And uh, they did a fantastic job with it of, of editing and, and uh, making me sound really good. Um, I, I really enjoyed writing this article, but uh, that they certainly made me sound even better. So um, really stuff. Oh, link to the podcast. Absolutely. Todd, thank you. Or Chuck, sorry. Link to the, po- put it in the comments. Ah, see, I'm an, I'm a. I got to get awake here this morning. Okay. Small. There it is. It's in the comments. You guys. Thank you, <laughs> uh, Aaron. I'll get there. I promise. All right. <laughs> All right, you guys. Uh, there it is. Okay. So there it is in the comments. Small business Saturdays podcast.com. So check that out. All right, you guys. Awesome. Thank you so much. Uh, high fives to everybody. And um, next week, uh, next week, I'm going to talk about e-commerce. Okay, we're going to talk a little bit more about e-commerce. I'm going to talk a bit about Shopify. Euquid, um, uh, if you want to talk about that, go check out what Todd's putting out on that stuff. Uh, he's done a lot of great videos about it, and I think he's got some cool stuff coming on that as well, a little more in-depth stuff as well. So um, putting putting that out there. But uh, all right, guys, I'm going to get out of here and uh, get off to volleyball. So you guys have a great rest of your Saturday, and I will talk to you soon. Thanks for tuning into another episode of Small Business Saturday Podcast. We appreciate having you as part of the community of listeners. Tune in for the live video sessions at facebook.com slash aaronmontgomery.info to become part of the active community. You can contact me directly at aaron at montcoconsulting.com. Thanks again for listening.